Welcome to the Marketers That Matter Visionaries Podcast, hosted by Nadine Dietz, the GM of Marketers That Matter and EVP of 24-7. The marketing landscape is constantly changing, but we believe that when marketers at the forefront come together to share insights, you can confidently lead yourself, your teams, and the industry into the unknown. The future is here, and it's moving fast. So let's bring on the visionaries from today's top brands pioneering the future and get this conversation started. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is going to be a really fun, fun 30 minutes with the CMO of American Eagle Outfitters. Corey's already laughing in the background. Thanks. Thanks for the encouragement, Corey, and the CMO of Elf Beauty, two incredible leaders and two beloved Gen Z brands. Um, but before I bring them on, just a couple of quick things to note here today. I want to thank our partner, the Wall Street Journal, and our parent company, 24-7, for making this new show a reality. For those of you who don't know 24-7 or Marketers That Matter, Marketers That Matter is a community of marketers who come together to support one another, sharing best practices and great tips like you'll stay here today. And 24-7 is a talent company who helps build out great teams with marketers and creatives everywhere. So with that, let's get rolling. It is my great pleasure to introduce you to Craig Bromers, Chief Marketing Officer of American Eagle Outfitters, and Corey Marchisoto, who is the CMO of Elf Beauty. Hey, Nadine, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. And there's and I, Corey, you turned me off there, my dear, when you started laughing like the first five seconds. So like... <laughs> Where is well, the music? I, mean, um, I, I need music. I don't. I don't do anything without music. <laughs> we made it. This is the hottest scene in marketing. Just three weeks in, Nadine. Congratulations Ooh. on this fabulous success. Oh well, thank you, thank you so much. And boy, these are hot seats today. My goodness, I, I am. I like. I'm in the hot seat with both of you. Um, you two have plenty of questions for each other, so I'm just going to be sitting here taking notes. Um, but oh my gosh, uh, so so fun. I've been so excited about having both of you on. And uh, I, I'm going to count the number of elf bombs that go off in this session, right, Corey? Well, I want to hear you start with one, and then I'm going to pass it over to Craig, because first we had no music. So if we have no music, we need a lot of elfing elf bombs. A lot of, uh, right. So where is the elfin <laughs> music? Next time, I promise I will bring some elfin music. But I am so elfin excited to see you here today. Craig, over to you. And sorry, I'm introducing myself, Nadine. What do you want me to do, my friend? <laughs> You have to drop an elf bomb. You have to drop an elf bomb. Okay, I'm elf and happy to be here with my friend Corey. There's no one that I would rather talk Gen Z with. <laughs> That's like a whole new car. I'm gonna talk Gen Z with you. Woo. I'm gonna be like goosebumps or something. Like, um, woo. Okay, well, before we get into Gen Z, let's have you two introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about your background, what you do, and what your teams look like. So, Craig, I'm gonna pass it to you. Go ahead. Okay. Um. I've been doing this retail thing for a moment, Nadine. So I kind of joked that I've been making my way through the American mall. We have like mobile marketing for Calvin Klein, Abercrombie Fitch, Gap, and now here at Gen Z's number one retailer, American Eagle. Amazing. And you have quite a large team and a lot of responsibilities. So what does that look like a little bit? Yeah. So the scope I have here at American Eagle is, is pretty similar to most modern marketers who, who lead retail teams. I will say the one thing I'm really proud about is that we now have a director of metaverse marketing. We've been kind of leaning into all things metaverse. And I think we're one of the first retail brands to, to go ahead and appoint someone in an important role. But other than that, creative, 
communication, social PR, influencers, et cetera. Um, I will also say that in this seat, the look and feel of our stores, the look and feel of our e-commerce site is also on our team. So I'd say it spans the art and the science of modern marketing. Amazing, amazing. And we're going to talk more about the metaverse too, because I know you have something really cool to share with us today. But um, Corey, how about you? Yeah, I mean, first I want to say that I am in a room with two of my idols. So let's be oh. real here, folks. Being in a room with Nadine Dietz and Craig Brommers is a big elfing deal. Uh, what you should know is, is they call me K-Boss. I don't know if you could see that, but my name, my name plate says K-Boss. Uh, that's, that's what I'm called over here in the halls of elves. Uh, and I like to think about my role as end-to-end. -end. It really spans everything from concept to consumer, which allows us to really tie that red thread all the way through. So Nadine, since you think it's easier for me to talk about what I'm not in charge of, <laughs> um, my role encompasses everything but legal, finance, ops, and non-digital commerce. So what that does is it really allows our entire structure to rally around who matters most, which is the consumer, so that we keep that entire chain and that entire link intact all the way from the products we create, the ideas that we have for go-to-market, all the way through selling them in the digital ecosystem. Amazing. Yeah, I remember we were talking about coming up with a new title for you. It's not CMO plus, it's CEO <laughs> minus. It's easier to say it that way. Um, so anyway, so great. Thank you both for sharing that. So, you know, I, I know everybody loves to, to talk about lots of different topics, but I want to start with results first. Um, you know, because we're going to go deep into the Gen Z revolution. Let's talk about results and why you two are here representing Gen Z. Corey, you just won an award, didn't you? Well, actually, since we're talking about awards, it's not me shooting my own award. I am very proud of our team who makes these awards happen. We actually won 75 awards in yeah. 2021. Corey, you I have superheroes on a rocket ship. And when you're on a rocket ship, you collect awards. It's what we do. Um, and those 75 awards encompass everything from product awards that, you know, incredible innovations that we put to market, digital. And then I'm also proud to say that our team members, as well as our company, has been winning a lot of awards as well. So it really spans across many different, uh, you know, accolades for what our team is capable of. Probably the one I'm most excited about, or I should say is most germane to this conversation, is that we were named for the first time in Elf's history the number one Gen Z favorite. So Craig is on that same incredible list on the fashion side of the house, and we got it on the beauty side of the house. So we have overtaken companies that in size and scale are massive. Um, we feel like we're, we're like this little engine up against these big companies. As we talked about, we're really a challenger brand. And for us to be able to galvanize Gen Z in such an incredible way, that we actually have taken that number seat by a pretty significant margin is pretty incredible. So super proud of the team for all the work that they do to get uh, Gen Z as part of our orbit. And congratulations for all that success. And, you know, as you mentioned, Craig, you were also on that same award list. I, I, I was looking at the list and like, man, you have been battling with Nike like for a, the longest time, but yet you're <laughs> right up there. Like yeah, just this brand it. called Nike, right? Yeah, so that's St. Sure. Piper that he um, did award Nike the number one slot, but we're really proud here at American Eagle that we were number two. Number three was Lululemon, number four Adidas, number five H&M. So that's not a bad crew to hang with. 
then I would also say that um, our our social media team recently won a great award from Digiday. I know Elf also won mm-hmm. in the Digiday Awards too, but best brand in, in social media. And then we were also really pleased to be named one of the best brands in the so-called metaverse as well. But I will say the that that award doesn't allow me to keep this this seat. The award that really keeps me in this seat is record fiscal results in, in 2021. I'm sure uh, Corey feels the same way. So mm-hmm. that's where the rubber really hits the road. And you you know if Gen Z is connecting with your brand and your products. That's yeah. amazing. Go ahead, Corey. And, and that's what the CEOs care the most about, right? Um, in, <laughs> in the halls of Elf, um, we had 12 consecutive quarters of net sales growth all through the pandemic, all through the, you know, the two and a half years of roller coaster ride that we've been on, Elf has had stellar performance consistently. So I think, you know, the most important thing to think about, I think, especially where Craig and I sit in our organizations is results don't drive themselves. We do all of these amazing things so that the results follow, not the other way around. And, and Corey, I know you and I, our marketing team is going to have a love fest with each other. Um, and, and, I, and I think that both companies share this is, is that because Gen Z is the bullseye, I, mean, I feel lucky. I have the best damn consumer insights team in retail. That's what I say. And we go so deep with what this generation cares about. And, it, it, and, and then we can activate it so quickly. We call it insight to action here at American Eagle. And I'm just amazed at how quickly our team is able to react to some feedback that we hear. And Corey, I know you guys are in the same boat as well. And so I think for any of the folks that are listening today, that idea of being nimble, being flexible and listening to Gen Z and reacting very, very quickly is key to winning because neither Corey and I have a lot of layers to, to, to get through. If there's an interesting idea, we can hit go and, and the team will activate quite quickly. Yeah, we call that elf speed. <laughs> we move at elf speed. Of course, and, you, you know, have a trademark term already. Damn, I got to get there. <laughs> you know, what? one of the things that I pride myself on as a CMO, and I know Craig does too, and it's really funny, you know, for the audience, if you haven't realized that yet, Craig and I are actually mirror images of each other. Um, and I think we have the the magic sauce that allows us to galvanize this generation in a way that other companies haven't. And that's really because our organizations are built for speed. They're built for innovation. They're built to move at the speed of culture. And there's another key piece of this equation is that both Craig and I realize we don't have all the answers. We actually have more questions than we have answers. And I feel like, Craig, I don't know about you, but I feel like I know less today than I did two and a half years ago. The entire world has changed in the last two and a half years. And if you're waking up with the same playbook today that you had a year ago, throw that playbook out. (laughs) Start over. Um, You know, the the key component is really leading with curiosity, leading with a mindset of continuous learning. And I would even layer on top of that, lead with empathy. At Elf, we like to say we're bold disruptors with a kind heart. And if you think about how the world entered into the pandemic, especially from from the U.S. seat, right, we entered in through Tiger King and we exited through Ted Lasso. So if you just lasso uh, over. over So if you think about that fundamental shift, that's very much in line with who we are at Elf. And, you know, a lot of companies do bold disruption and I appreciate them and I think they're terrific. And I, you know, I put them on a pedestal for the disruptive side. But most companies who lead with disruption, they also are heartless. So 
what I like to say at ELF is we're fearless and heartful. And it's really important for us. And this is all the way from our, our CEO who has a big, warm heart all the way through our organization is we lead with empathy and we lead with heart. Amazing. Um, so I knew I was never going to get a word in Instagram. Okay. So we can just keep going, Nathan, if we wanted to. I was waiting for you to jump right back in, Craig, because I'm like, I'm just going to sit back. <laughs> but anything you guys are talking about is amazing. And I, I want to come back and talk more about the metaverse. I want to talk about the cool things you, you were just doing today, Craig. Um, I want to talk about how your teams actually do have a love fest because you physically get together to learn from each other, which is awesome. But let's come back to like defining Gen Z for a moment. Corey, you gave us a lot to think about on why you resonate with Gen Z. Craig, from your perspective, why such love from Gen Z for American Eagle Outfitters? Yeah, I think Gen Z is one of these generations that has a pretty, pretty high BS meter and they can smell out the fakers. Um, and I think both AE and L are authentic, optimistic we're very comfortable with our own skin. Um, and that means sometimes saying no to opportunities and, and just being um, you know, clear on who you are. Um, and you know, our brands are a little bit different in that you know, we were born in 1977. And to think uh, uh, about this brand resonating for that long, knowing that our customer continues to turn. So you continue to have to, to tap dance through what's happening in culture, what's new, what's next. Um, I, I think that um, for us, it really is around authenticity, optimism, and, 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 and being very comfortable on, on who we are. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure back you know, when the company first founded, no one would ever predict what you did today. So why don't you go ahead and tell us what you did today? What were you working on? Yeah, so uh, again, I'm, I'm pretty um, boastful about our rock star team in all things metaverse. Um, and we've had really a lot of fun uh, checking some fun boxes um, and making some money in the, in the metaverse. I think we're one of the rare companies that is actually doing some, some commercial things here. But one of the things we launched in spring was a new experience inside of Roblox for spring break. 1.5 billion with the B interactions of that spring break destination. Well, it's summer. Finally, it's summer here on the East Coast. And just this weekend, we launched our new Roblox summer resort experience. Um, the team will kill me if I tell you stats yet because we haven't even really started marketing it yet. Um, but the amount of interaction that we're seeing in this world um, is is really exciting and leads us to believe again about the viability of the physical and digital world continuing to collapse to these amazing experiences for Gen Z. Yeah. And should I show a picture? Can we show Let's it? Let's do it. All right. That's the first time anyone's seen this, unless you are a Gen Zer who happened to just happen upon it over over the course of the last um, 48 to 72 hours. Um, again, this is um, a, a resort where you can come in, try on a product, meet up with your friends. Um, and, and Roblox is a great way to express the different parts of our brand. Gaming is something uh, that we decided to go after in a, in a larger way, initially more around males, but lo and behold, female gaming participation is also increasing um, at the speed of light. So we're really excited about um, opportunities inside of, of gaming going forward. Wow. Beautiful store there. That's, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> incredible. I, and Corey, like on, on your, and I know you guys keep doing all kinds of cool, innovative new mm -hmm. things, like you said, at the speed of culture, mm -hmm. you know, some of your collabs have been um, out of this world. You want to talk about those a little bit? 
Sure. So the the first big collaboration we did, which broke the internet, which which was um, four billion press impressions in less than seventy two hours, uh, was with Chipotle. And one of the most you know incredible things about that was how unexpected it was. And so many people were like, "Wait, elephant Chipotle!" And once they got past that, they're like, "That's the greatest thing ever." <laughs> Two brands that I absolutely love coming together. And, you know, that was built on a lot of consumer insights. You know, at the time when we got together, you know, we were making waves on TikTok. They were making waves on TikTok. And every article in the universe was Elf Chipotle TikTok, Elf Chipotle TikTok, Elf Chipotle TikTok. And I woke up one morning and I was like, Elf and Chipotle. Um, so that was pretty exceptional. And then, you know, in that space, we also hooked up with our friends at Duncan and we just completed a collab with Duncan and we thought we could never outdo the earned media impressions of Chipotle. And then we hit 5 billion plus with Duncan. And what was actually really, you know, exceptional from, from my seat as a CMO who operates really in the beauty and entertainment space was CNN broke the news on Duncan. And I was the quote of the day on CNN. I'm like, okay, you really know you made it when you're the quote of the day on on CNN. So we've, you know, we've been able to do really unexpected, authentic collaborations with like-minded, spirited disruptors. And that's what's most important to us. We, mm-hmm. we create an orbit, we send out the bat signal, and what comes back to us is people who look like us. Mm-hmm. And that's really the most important thing. Because when you think about Gen Z, I think what first matters is, knowing who they are, but not stats on a piece of paper. Who are they really? This is the most diverse generation ever. They're the most likely to identify as LGBTQ+. They're the most digital savvy trailblazers. They're the most entrepreneurial generation ever. They're bold, creative thinkers. They don't want to be on the outside of the brand. They want to be inside the brand. They want to be creating with you. They want to make a positive impact on the world through your platform. So making sure you understand clearly who are they and then embracing everything that they care about is really what has allowed us. And that includes partnering with their favorite brands and being in the spaces where they hang out and creating a party that quite honestly, they want to come to over and over and over again. And when we think about, you know, who they are, we go deeper into what is it that they really want? And what they want to do is live their own bold truths. They want to live freely in their identity. They want to be self-reliant, independent thinkers. And they're motivated to make change with brands that align with their values. And I think living your values on your sleeve, which we do at Elf and Craig does at American Eagle with his team, is really what creates that attraction. And really understanding, and in, in our case, I like to say Elf is a brand of the people, by the people, for the people. So we're here to create it with the people. And if today they're hanging out in TikTok, we're going to be in TikTok. And if they're in the metaverse, we're in the metaverse. They're in the gaming space, we're in the gaming space. And one of the things that I think has been a big mindset shift for me as a marketer is I used to think we made products and sold them. I now like to say that Elf is an entertainment company that also sells makeup and and skincare. That idea of entertaining is really critical. We do that with music. We do that with gaming. We do that with live streaming. All of the ways in which we can create an environment that people want to be a part of. And Corey, I love that because I think both of you and I and our industries are in a battle for attention, right? Um, And so you have to be entertaining. 
And, and Corey, I love what you just said. I think just building on that, I think these Gen Z kids are also multidimensional. Um, as a Gen Xer, you know, in, you were the you were the jock, you were in the in the band, you were, you know, good suit, whatever. I mean, these kids are multidimensional. I think both of our brands have been able to express different parts of ourselves at different times. Um, and and I think that has also been kind of an unlock um, for, for why perhaps we've been so successful with this new generation. Yeah, you know, and I, building on that, I think the other, you know, monumental shift with them is they really are a transfer of power to the individual. Right? They're, they're anti-conformist. They want to challenge the status quo. That's why the creator community is so important. And, and not having them watch things from the outside, but actually inviting them inside, right? The power is from the inside. And it's, it's really a bottom-up revolution of everyday people. And I think, I think for us, we really have to think about how do we make sure that they're part of the journey? And, you know, so many companies get caught up in this oh, this is a digital world over here. And then there's a physical world over here. And how do we get our leaders to connect the dots? I'm like, they don't think that way. It's no. one world that they seamlessly move around from one place to another with total fluidity. So your organization needs to be a direct reflection of who these people are and how they operate. So I think that's another critical thing that we all need to think about as brands. And then one other takeaway for any of you that are marketing to Gen Z, I also think doing your homework and then letting go. And again, been there, done that. It's a scary thing for me to do, especially coming from lifestyle brands that were so command and controlled from the center. We do our homework and we are very, very diligent in it, but then you got to let go and, and let Gen Z take over. Um, and um, again, I think, I think both of our brands have, have been able to do that effectively. So Craig, I want to come back and, 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 and there was an excellent point and, and kind of build in on that a little bit too, because the skill sets required be able to think about things like the metaverse, NFTs, you know, transaction and cryptocurrency, you know, the, like you said, Corey, the whole world has changed in the last couple of years. Like how do you think about talent today? Like, has it been a struggle finding people to, to take and build into your teams that bring fresh thinking or involving your current organization? Like how far has it been? Yeah, they adhere to your point. We do have a pretty large marketing team, about 250 people. Um, a, a majority of those people, though, are from Gen Z. Um, and these CMO gigs are no longer ivory tower positions where, you know, you, you say your truth and, and on the, off, off the team goes to do it. Um, you know, we, we seek out entry-level feedback on ideas. Um, and one of the great things we have is we have 35,000 store associates, again, vast majority Gen Z. Why not tap them on the shoulder, get their feedback, get their insights of what's going on out, out there. So I think if you're looking for traits of, of marketers who will be successful in working with Gen Z, got to be able to move and groove, accept and learn from failures, mistakes. Um, we have an innovation budget that, that sits on the side where we can just have some play money and go out there and, and try new things. And I have to say, I have the distinct privilege of having a CEO and a board who, who really are supportive of us stretching ourselves and, and doing some crazy shit along the way. Um, you don't always get that. Um, and so I'm, I'm fortunate for that as well. Corey, I know, I know you guys have some similar stuff as well. Yeah, you know, I think that the shift is really about hiring for the characteristics necessary 
to be nimble, to be agile, and and to to not get tied down into process and procedure. And it has to be this way, right? So what what we need to be looking for is people who are open, curious, flexible, who want to, to Craig's point, stretch themselves into new spaces and you know, you, you, Nadine, you know this very well about me. We call, you know, everybody at Elf is a superhero and we're on the rocket ship. And the key part for us is having this mindset that every day we wake up and it's day one. And we are here to conquer new frontiers, conquest new territories. We're explorers out in the universe. We don't have all the answers. We have a lot of questions. And I think what's most important is hiring for that type of mindset. Because it's not fixed, it's infinite. The possibilities are infinite. And when you wake up every day and you say, there are infinite possibilities in front of me, you absolutely cannot be in a fixed position. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot about characteristics, bold mindset. And if I just run that through the pipes for a minute and I go back to TikTok, right? When TikTok started emerging, everybody was sitting on the sideline. What is this strange thing? We don't understand this universe. What world is it? And we were like, already dove into the pool and we were, you know, 20,000 leagues beneath the sea. And the reason we were able to do that is because of that mindset of anything is elfing possible. Let's go out there and conquest new frontiers. We don't have a fear of failure. To Craig's point, when you have a board and when you have a CEO, when your leadership team sees failure as progress mm-hmm. and and you are allowed because what you're doing is testing and learning all the time. We are constantly testing and learning, constantly testing and learning. And anytime, you know, we fall, great, we fall forward. Fantastic. That's a learning for doing it better and better next time. So that fearlessness is really important. And, and honestly, there's so much innovation and newness happening in marketing that if I had any advice for someone that's starting his or her career in marketing or even at mid-level I mean, learn and make something happen for yourself. Again, going back to our director of metaverse marketing, this person educated themselves on what the heck was going on in this crazy, brave new world. And I mean, he's an expert, but he also is is the first to admit that no one's an expert in this. I learn every day. I do my homework. I roll up my sleeves. I do the hard work. Um, and because of that, we'll be successful. Corey has, has said something in other panels and, and we're inspired by it and do it as well is, Every day I wake up and read our customer comments. Um, I know, Corey, you do the same thing on social, other things. When you have that direct feedback, positive or or not so positive, you know that that's probably times a thousand, times 10,000, and you can learn so much from that customer. So do your homework. Nothing's given to you by Gen Z, but when you you engage, you, you will be rewarded. Amazing. Let's talk about your teams hanging out together because I really love this. And it's something that, you know, we do a lot of is bring teams together, but you guys actually intentionally get together to learn from each other. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that, again, there's a joint sensibility, um, a a joint target. um, And I mean, Corey and I are madly in love with one each other as as marketers. So um, it's been fun for our teams to get together and learn from each other. And I think, again, if, if we have advice for folks out there, if you're inspired by a brand, if you're inspired by a marketer, I am certain that, that they would love to hang with you and, 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 and build off of each other. And I think that's a nice personality um, uh, that, that's happened here with the AE and ELF teams. Yeah, I, I love that. And I would you know, say to all the marketers in the room as well, break down the walls and the silos. I think we spend too much time thinking we all have to fight against each other. and hold things to the cuff versus 
why don't we all get together and learn from each other? You know, if I have, you know, a, an issue or a challenge I'm facing or, or, you know, some, something I'm, you know, facing that I haven't seen before, what well, I tap into people like Craig because somebody's seen that issue before, right? So I think we have to focus less on competing with each other and more on we're all in this game trying to figure this thing out. And the more that we can lift each other up, open doors for each other, the better chance we all have of moving forward in this brave new world. Amazing. Uh, well, we are now, unfortunately, out of time. I am going to give you each the stage for any final thoughts that you want to share. It could be anything you pick. So, Corey, let's start with you. What are some final thoughts coming out of today's session? Well, I know one of the things you wanted me to leave off the group with is what am, what am I excited about uh, on the road ahead? And quite honestly, everything excites me. I wake up every morning, you can see it, and I get excited about everything. But the thing that I would probably put on the top of the list is the gaming space. And the gaming space is something that is critically important to Gen Z. We see it across every platform. Even if you look at TikTok data, what are the special interests of the TikTok audience and community? Gaming. So every, you know, across the, the ether, you'll see that that's an important space. And one of the reasons I'm so excited about that space is because we need to empower women in that space. We need to empower creators in this space. This has been a space where it has been, you know, a hostile environment for lots of women gamers to break through. So we actually partnered with the second biggest female gamer in the world. Her name is Lufu. We've been working together with her for about a year and a half now. She's just an extraordinary character who helps us navigate the space, uh, who helps, you know, other female gamers rise in this space. So I'm really excited about us continuously using our platform as a means of creativity and most importantly, empowerment. We use our platform to rise up others. We use our platforms to be a positive impact in the universe. And I'm very excited about everything that can be done in the gaming space. Here, here, Corey. I love that. And then Nadine, I'll, I'll leave it out with just a little bit of career advice. I, I'm a big believer that we don't have our professional lives and personal lives. We have one life. And we better have a lot of fun doing it. Um, and, and I think that the culture we've created it here at AE is contagious. We're competitive. We want to win. We're going to have a lot of fun, have a lot of laughs, and create a lot of cool shit along the way. And so as, as, as you out there progress in your career, if, if you're not having fun and, and you're not enjoying your life, there are places to go and have it. Elf is one of them. American Eagle is, is another. I'm sure there are others out there. But um, enjoy this. It's, it's the most overwhelming time in marketing, but it's also the most invigorating time in marketing. Visionaries is brought to you in partnership with The Wall Street Journal and made possible by our parent company, 24-7. To find out more about the Marketers That Matter community, visit marketersthatmatter.com. And finally, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave us a rating or review and let us know what you think.